everyone. Welcome to Tales from the Motherland, a friendly hello to all new listeners and those who have tuned in before. A huge thank you to everyone for the love and support. Today I will be telling you two short stories. Both stories today come from South Africa and are by Ethel McPherson. The tales are named The Daughter of the Ostrich Egg and The Magic Lute. Now let's begin our first story, The Daughter of the Ostrich Egg. outside of his small hut. He ate the mice and would use their skin to make clothes. One day, while Mahali was out hunting for something else to eat besides field mice, he stumbled upon an ostrich egg. He said to himself, well, would you look at that? He decided not to eat it right away. Why he did this? I don't know. He's starving. But he did. And he said, I will save it. And when the wind blows north, then I shall eat the egg. I mean, okay, Mahali. So Mahali went to sleep under a tiny cloak made from mice skin. The next morning, he decided to get up early and go out hunting once more. Mahali, once again, had no luck. All he found, again, were a few field mice. But to his astonishment, when he entered his hut, he saw a dinner of bread and beer waiting for him. It was as if he had children or a wife at home that decided to cook him a nice meal. He was delighted and ate the meal with a smile on his face that night. He did think to himself, who could have done this for him? But he didn't think about it too long and instead just decided to enjoy his meal. The next morning, Mahali got up again to do his usual day of hunting to find nothing but mice. And again, when he returned home, there was a feast of bread and beer waiting for him. And the next day, and the next day, this went on for an entire week. Now, since Mahali had been so delighted to come home to a nice meal every night, he had completely forgotten about the ostrich egg he had found and placed in the corner of his house. One night, after Mahali had laid down to sleep, after another wonderful night of beer and bread, he heard something. Something loud. It was a very loud cracking sound. His ostrich egg was cracking. And what came out of it was magnificent. Not an ostrich, but a beautiful woman. Mahali was mesmerized by the woman and asked her at once if she would like to be his wife. He said he didn't have much, but he could give her all of his love and affection. He then asked her if she was the one leaving him this meal of bread and beer every night. And the beautiful ostrich girl replied, yes. She was magic and could not stand to see anyone starve. She also agreed to marry Mahali as she saw that he was a good man, but only under one condition. She said to him, Mahali, you must never, under any circumstances, even when you have drank too much beer, call me daughter of the ostrich egg. Mahali agreed, of course, and was overjoyed to finally have a companion. Mahali and his new wife lived very happily for some time. He loved her and was kind to her. One day at dinner, his wife asked him, my dearest husband, wouldn't you like to be a chief and rule over the most powerful warriors? Mahali said of course he would, but that was not his life. 
His wife quickly got up and went over to their fire. She grabbed a stick and began to stir the ashes beneath the fire. Then the two went to bed together. In the morning, when Mahalia awoke, he heard the loud noise of voices outside his door and many cattle. When he got up, to his surprise, he saw that his tiny hut had been transformed into a mini palace, and by his bedside was a beautiful fur fit for a king. He jumped out of bed and put on the fur at once. When he opened his door, there were the most fine-looking warriors saluting him and shouting, All hail our great chief Mahale! Mahale couldn't believe it. His wife had made his wish come true. So Mahale and his wife lived very comfortable from that day forward. He was the ruler of a great people and had his wife to thank for all of this. He loved her dearly. But one day, Mahale and his wife got into a bad argument and he yelled at her. He had drank too much beer that night and was drunk. And in their argument, he broke his promise and called her the daughter of the ostrich egg. His wife quickly said, did you call me what I think you did? And he said, yes, and repeated it over and over. His wife just left the house at once and Mahale drunkenly went to sleep. He went to sleep wrapped in his expensive fur and silk blankets. But when he awoke the next morning, he was shivering. He awoke on the ground with no silk blankets or furs, but only the field mice skins he had made clothes of. And his hut was no longer a mini palace, but an old little hut again. He called out for his wife, for he didn't even remember what their fight was about that night. He was so drunk he didn't even remember that he had broken his promise to her and called her the daughter of the ostrich egg. He looked for her and mourned her as she was gone. All of his warriors and cattle were gone as well. Mahali went back to being a poor man and hunting field mice again for the rest of his days. The moral of this story is to never let alcohol interfere with your life. Poor Mahali. Now on to our next story today, the magic loot. There lived a great chief named Marlene. He was very powerful and loved by many, but he had eyes for a girl named Lily. She was a beautiful woman in town with the sweetest laugh and the most infectious smile and a lovely singing voice. The great chief loved music above all, and he had traveled very far to bring back a magical lute. Now a lute is very similar to a guitar, but smaller. This lute was magic and played the most beautiful music. The tribe that gave him this lute said it was made with magic and not by human hands. Since the king adored Lily so much, he would leave it outside her hut every night to play beautiful music. Lily loved this and fell in love with the chief. The chief began to love the lute even more than he adored Lily, and he asked her to please keep a watchful eye over it and not show it to anyone, as they might want it for their own. But many of the women that passed by Lily's hut at night would hear the beautiful music playing and begged her to know where it was coming from. Lily, thinking these women were her friends, showed them all the magical loot. They all marveled at its beauty and the beautiful music that came from it. They all tried to bribe her with bracelets and jewels for it. She told them no and to leave. But as the next few days passed, Marlene the chief went on a hunting trip and Lily grew bored and invited her friends over to listen to the magical loot. So the women all gathered at Lily's hut that night and sat in a circle around the loot as it played them the most beautiful songs. There was silence as the women listened to the magical instrument. The music grew more wild and louder as it filled Lily's hut. 
It was so loud that it reached the ears of the chief, Marilane. He was so angry that Lily had not listened to him that he returned from hunting at once. When he got to Lily's hut, her friends were all afraid as they could feel the chief's anger, and they all fled at once. Lily looked upon the chief and hung the loot on her wall, but it fell with a large crash. And with that, she too ran away like her friends and went to her father's. As she was afraid of the chief, Marlene, and what he would do to her. That night, Marlene the chief returned home still angry, and she turned around and very slowly crawled back to her father's hut. It took her days, and when she got there, her father was distraught at the shape of his daughter. He and Lily's mother healed her with herbs and lots of water. As she rested and days passed by, she regained her strength and beauty, and she decided to return to Chief Marlene as she still loved him, but the chief was still angry with her for robbing him of his music. She told her parents she was leaving, and they were upset but agreed and sent her with a troop of maidens to watch over her. The chief saw Lily from afar entering the village, and his anger went away. He had missed her and embraced her with joy and excitement. He at once forgot about the magic loot and only knew his love for her. They were married that day, and when they slept, the magical music of the lute could be heard again that night. Love conquered all. That ends our story today on Tales from the Motherland. Thank you so much for listening, and don't be a stranger. I will have new tales for you every week. With him, he brought the beautiful lute. He was so sad that it was broken and could not sleep that night as the lute had lulled him to sleep every night. He went to sleep angry and woke up angry. He swore that he would seek revenge on Lily. So the next day, the chief summoned Lily back to his village through a letter. Oddly, Lily agreed to go as she did feel bad for showing the other woman the loot and it eventually breaking. So she went. While traveling to the king, she took a rest in the forest as it was not close to her father's. When close, the chief's men saw her coming and tried to attack her. Poor Lily fell into a gorge, and the men, thinking she was dead, left. Lily was not dead, but bad.